Hello again. Now, school summer holidays always used to be associated with a significant number of families zooming off across the ways. GP surgeries would be then seeing many seeking mandatory holiday vaccinations, for example. Now, after Covid, Brexit and regular bouts of cancellations and travel uncertainty, it's all a bit changed. It's palpable. However, we are seeing quite a few younger adults lately exit a trip to, say, Turkey or similar. Ex uh, that sort of modern climate change, rather hot place. Not sunburn, though, the issue, more bottom burn. <laughs> Florid diarrhoea, so commonly seen lately. The residual holiday legacy, along with the tan. Many of these are cases of Campylobacter or Salmonella infection, bacterial infections picked up randomly via numerous foodstuffs, typically chicken or rice, left a little long somewhere within the cooking process, or preparation or serving. Piping hot food tends to be the wise choice, of course, if you wish to minimise your risk, or things which are in their original containers, sealed, bottles, cans... Wipe in the top, of course. Common sense, too. Uh, but street food or casual food, yeah, that's where the risks tend to lie. Usually self-limiting. A poo sample <laughs> may be required, though. Particularly if you work with, say, food or have similar close contacts with others. A positive result resulting in a, a public health notification. Lovely. We need to know if the source was local, of course, and make the relevant inquiries. Holidays also mean lighter clothing, more skin exposure, and sometimes then family or friends uttering those famous words, X, Y, or Z, I haven't noticed that before, or what's that on your leg, arm, back, face, or do you know that spot on your leg, back, face, arm? It's grown, it's changed, it's got darker, it's got bigger, it's got different. You need to get that looked at. I know somebody who left something like this, and they had to amputate. <laughs> That's what they say, isn't it? <laughs> there are Job's comforters everywhere in the world. Schnadenfreude reigns in the human ethos. Of course it does. It's human nature. We just love to give people the worst case scenarios. Anyway, I digress. The outcome often then is that you pop along to see your GP, sporting your spot, patch, lump or whatever it may be. Everybody talks cancer, don't they? They just do. But thankfully, the vast majority of these things are not or ever likely to be cancerous. One common skin item that can alarm, and often does, is what we call a seborrheic keratosis. Typically brown, variable coloured, slightly crusty, like a spot, or elongated, oval. Um, grows on the surface of the skin, often in the over 50s, often on the trunk. Sometimes mistaken, of course, for good old melanomas, malignant moles. Now, these cancerous mole things we occasionally see classically on the backs of men and legs of ladies. Long-term sun exposure, family history, location of childhood exposure to sunlight, all increasing your risk, along with age, lots of moles, other things. Interestingly, though, more commonly in Scandinavian countries. Uh, the fair skin leaving you more susceptible, of course. And then we have the lumpy lumps proper, often very slow growing, skin or pink in colour, sort of rounded nodules, tiny thread-like blood vessels covering them, again often sun-exposed areas, head, face, neck, arms. 
These might be BCCs, basal cell carcinomas or cancers, otherwise known as rodent ulcers. Locally spreading skin cancers. Now they do need looking at. Interestingly, they're quite common as the population ages. They do need removing though, and promptly too, ideally. Excision being curable. They don't spread, they occasionally recur, but they don't go anywhere else. Finally, the SCC, squamous cell carcinomas. Now, these, these are things we really don't like. Often presenting as a persistently scabby-looking thing or a non-healing, irritated patch of skin, again on the sun-exposed areas. Face, neck, ears, top of head, outer arms, hands, sometimes legs usually in the older population, often ignored for ages, as it looks like something that can be sort of picked at like a spot, but just refuses to heal in reasonable time. Here's the thing. SCCs can spread, and sometimes spread fast. This is very hard then to treat. Thus, medics do not like squamous cell carcinomas one little bit. A five-pence piece lesion, potentially firing off thousands of satellite secondaries all over the place. So yes, look at new or changing skin items with a mm, careful eye. Take friends and family's opinions on board. If not sure, just get them looked at. It takes an experienced eye of a GP seconds to give you an answer. Occasionally needing to closely examine these things a bit further with a nifty diagnostic bit of equipment we call a dermatoscope. Occasionally, a specialist view will be needed, sometimes urgently. It's never a waste of our time. Skin changes may look innocent, in particular if it's on your back or somewhere else you can't actually see it closely. Ask. Take a photo. Others do. <laughs> send a picture in. You can send it to GP Surgery, details on the various websites, or ask directly um, from just contact the GP Surgery by phone. The photo, can we go into your notes, showing us, initially anyway, what it might be, and then we can report back. Ask you to come in, maybe. All kinds of options. Since COVID, GP surgeries are far more accessible via email or similar methods. A stitch in time sometimes, really actually does, save a lot more than nine. Until next week, cheerio.